Hey y'all, hey, it is Lolita E. Walker. I am your hostess, I like to say, with the mostest of coaching cocktails and conversations. Come on in the room. Some of you all might have already seen this episode on YouTube. Hey, I'm just giving you a little wave. For those of you all who haven't yet grabbed a super sneak peek, you can go ahead and head over to my YouTube channel. You can just search Lolita E. Walker and see it live. Don't forget to leave a comment. But right here while you are listening into this amazing stream, guess what? I'm leaving you with a little something extra. A couple lasts for your day. Coaching is where I just give you a couple nuggets to challenge your thinking cocktails not so much about what you are sipping on but there's absolutely no judgment Mm -mm. nope not from over here and then there is the juicy conversations and today as you already know guess who i am talking to yes mr tyrone Poole. i know some of y'all are sitting all the way up because yes you've heard of him he is a two-time super bowl champ yep And he is coming in the room for some juicy conversations with Lolita E. Walker. And you know what makes it even better, y'all? He was a Patriot. And y'all know I done lived in Boston for about 13 years. And the Patriots are my jam. So I just want to say, let's go. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. The podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger. And allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. Want to say hey to everybody who is joining us for the very first time. I am so excited to have you. And just a super extra shout out to those of you all who are not new around a kitchen table. Go on ahead and scoot over and let these folks up in the room. You probably are used to three separate sections of coaching, cocktails, and conversations. But guess what? We are making a shift and I'm so excited about it. Tune in and grab all of the combo of coaching, cocktails, and conversations right here as I lean in with Tyrone. Hey, Tyrone, and welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. How are you today? I am doing great, Lolita. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy to be in your presence and thank God for this opportunity. So uh, as they will say, as the great David Buffer, the boxing guy, you know, come in and announce some of the greatest boxing matches. So guess what, everybody? This is going to be a fantastic show. So I'm going to be David Buffer. Everybody, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Who would have known that we are going to have some fun today? You are such a powerhouse. I had the opportunity to hear you speak and you are just so good that I said, I have got to get you in front of my audience and thank goodness that you said yes and absolutely. I am so thrilled to have you here today. Before we get into all of your accolades, because I can just see them right behind you. I see the trophies. I see the helmets. I see you. I see microphones. Oh, my gosh. I will say this, though. I am a Patriots fan, so I love that you were a Patriot. Hey, that, that, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know, everybody recognizes me with the uh, New England Patriots because, of course, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, the trophy right there behind me. But also, what people don't know, the, one of the greatest achievements, not only just playing for the Patriots, but the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers, 1995, 
was their inaugural season. And guess who was the first ever defensive selection in that team's history? Uh, Look at him, you're talking to (laughs) (laughs) It was me. And guess where I came from? Tiny Fort Valley State University, HBCU. So shout out to all the HBCUs. We're going to also Morgan State. <laughs> Come on now. There you go. There you yes. go. The Wildcats and the Bears today. So um, don't be a barn burner. But no, shout out to all HBCUs. But that's another great uh, thing that I love to talk about is, you know, just it's not where you come from. You know, it's how you finish. So you can start with little and turn it into a lot because I'm a firm believer that the cream, what? rises to the top when stirs. So, yeah, I love it. So, yeah, so Carolina, shouts out to the Panthers. You know, they didn't make the playoffs, but at least the Patriots, they're in the playoffs. So we're going to watch the boys. Yeah. That is right. Listen, we are going all the way in, and this is even before we have a chance to introduce you officially. But what I will tell you is that today I'm so excited because we are talking about how to navigate the seasons of your life. And that's a big deal. And you've navigated so much. So before we get all the way into it, why don't you introduce yourself by way of one strength that you have? Oh, perseverance, baby. Perseverance. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know what? My perseverance is is longer than train smoke. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? I don't give up easy. I don't give up easy. Um, I'm a lion. I'm a lion. And that would be something else. I would say tenacity, if there was another word. Um, I love to tell this story, too. Lions. Why is it that the lion is the king of the jungle? Uh, The lion is not the biggest. uh, It's not the fastest. uh, Some say it's not the smartest. But when that big cat, so to speak, comes around, even elephants, hippopotamus, which are bigger, respect that lion. Cheetahs, which are the fastest, when they see that lion or a pride of lions coming around, what do you see animals do? They get out the way. Why? They're not big. They're not fast. I can outrun you. I can hit you and outrun you. You can't catch me. But they don't do that. The lion, I can stomp on you. I can sit on you. They don't do that. Why? It's the mentality. It's the mentality. So anybody out there, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, it starts with the mentality. It starts with what you believe in yourself. And that's what I did. I believed in myself coming from low income situations. I don't need much. I don't need much. Uh, I don't need a big old band. What they say, like Jane Brown, God rest his spirit. Had a big old band. I don't need a big old band. Just give me a mic. Give me a stage. And I'll do like Tyrese. I'll make people come find me, baby. I'll make people come find me. But, um. But yeah, mentality, mentality. So that's why I love that lion story. The lion, it gets rid of all excuses people have about saying I'm not the smartest, uh, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the fastest. No, it's the mentality that puts you in that number one seat. Absolutely. Now let's talk about mentality because you already told us that you came from low income housing, right? Low income family, but look where you are now. So talk to us about the mental grind. How do you keep yourself mentally tough when there's so many obstacles that come before you? Let's talk to the people. 
Yeah, let's talk to the people. What are we talking about? Navigating seasons, right? So, yes. yeah, that's a part of my season. You know, everybody has a start. You have a start. And 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 I always say that it's not about how you start. You know, I have a daughter. Uh, she runs track. Um, she runs a 400. So a 400 meter for those who understand track and field. I'm going to I'm going to actually use track and field as a, meta, a metaphor to describe my life uh, in the early beginnings. Any anyone out there who's listening and watching, you know about track and field, a 400 meter. It is a race. So when they say it's not given to the swift, but those that endure, they must have been talking about a 400 meter run. Because that race there, you if you start out too fast, you might not have enough energy to get across that finish line. So you got to navigate yourself. And the other thing about the track, you can have a bad start. And if you just keep the patience, keep your whatever in check, keep your emotions in check, mm-hmm. you can get yourself back into the race. So myself growing up in LaGrange, I kind of look at track and field as that. The 400, I had a bad start. Mm-hmm. Grew up, didn't have a lot. OK, I see some of my other friends, you know, they got the well-known jeans and shirts. And, you know, my mom, we're getting hand, hand-me-downs from, you know, my relatives. And, you know, sometimes I go to school and pants are basically bigger than I am. You know, put that little safety pin in the side, you know, kind of make it a little bit tighter on that waist. You know, how many people I didn't know what I'm talking about? You I know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. So I didn't have that. But that was just a part of the season in my life as I look back on things now. So, uh, you know, I, I learned a lot. I learned how to persevere starting right there. Take what I got and make it into something. Yeah. And if I can take it and make it into something, then it's going to give me an idea to go to the next step. So another thing I learned is never be afraid to be a sophomore. So every situation in my life, every season took me to the next season. I learned something from the previous season that actually gave me even more perseverance and more strength. And just my mentality just started to go overload. You know, it's like a top on a pot. You know, the more heat, that pot started bubbling and moving around. Well, that's how my mentality became, which then produced confidence. Confidence. I'm like, you know what? I know I can. I know I can. Yes, I can. Yes, It's like that train. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. So, yeah, so just because you start in a situation that you don't like doesn't mean that's where you're going to be. It's only for a season. Listen, you are talking my language. On my TEDx talk, I talked about how a momentary interruption, like this is it. This could be our momentary interruption. And should you choose to accept what is inside of it, it will shift you to your revolutionary self. So that train, I know I can, I know I can, I wish I can, I will right? It's that thing. It's that thing that'll push you. I love that you talked about mentality. You know, when we talk about these seasons and we talk, let's, let's think about the four seasons. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. And before you got to the kitchen table, I talked to folks about this square. Imagine that there's this square right here and you divide it into the four quadrants and you have your fall, your winter, your spring, and your summer. It's the proper preparation that prevents the poor performance, right? So what do you do when you know that fall is coming? You start pulling out your jackets, right? How do you prepare to navigate into a season that you know is going to be difficult? You know, some of that's a good question. And, and, and here's my illustration to it first. 
most of the time, mm-hmm. the best time to shop for winter is in spring. That's where you get all the great sales, all the great products. So life is like that too. You know winter is coming. You don't wait until winter gets here because you could get caught in a snowstorm. Even though you got groceries in your car, because you didn't prepare, you end up getting caught in a snowstorm. You know, people do it all the time. When they hear that a storm is coming, oh man, you go into the grocery store, all the shelves. You know, hold on, what, what in the world? Man, people don't came and cleaned out the, the, the paper <laughs> towels, toiletry, you know, where's the, all the bread and eggs? <laughs> so what are they doing? They're saying, I'm preparing for something that is coming. It has not come yet, but I heard that it was coming. So life is the same thing. What you do in your 20s is preparing you for your 30s. And what you do in your 30s is preparing you for your 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, and so on and so on. So it's all about preparation. It's all about preparation. That's why I love sports. I think sports is a great metaphor for life. It, it, it just mimics life so well. You got to work with people who you don't like, but you got to suck it up. Because y'all got a common goal that y'all trying to achieve. Yes. So, you know, then at the end of the day, when you win a championship in corporate America, they're just like having that year-end party. Oh, we <laughs> celebrate because we made a lot of money this year, baby. The corporate party is going to be big. So, again, it's all about preparation and it's all about expectation. And one word I will also use is adjustment. Adjustment. Now, they have said that there are like maybe six uh, quotients uh, in the human, uh, whatever system, body system, or intellect, uh, which intellect is one of them, uh, but in the existence of a human being, I just for lack of a better uh, term of explanation, but you guys are going to get what I'm talking about. Just keep on hanging on. Tie that knot and hold on uh, to what I'm saying. But um, they say you got IQ, which is intellectual quotient, EQ, which is emotional quotient, and then they have. Um, uh, one that I really like is a just ability quotient. Now that one is the most important one. Now when we come now again, like I say, there are, there are other ones, mm-hmm. but those are the ones that I fixate on the most. IQ, EQ, and AQ. Now there's a reason why a person is a CEO. There's a reason why uh, a person that was uh, a high school athlete became uh, became an elite college athlete and went on to the professional level. I think it's because of AQ, adjustability quotient. Because let's face it, I've I've connected and I've known people who were very intelligent, very intelligent. But you know what? They end up working for somebody who is not as smart as them. Um, I've had people, seen people that were very emotional. And sometimes your emotions can keep you from being a CEO because in order to have, in order to be a CEO, you have to handle situations that sometimes you got to like really get rid of your emotions. You can't get caught up in, you know, if somebody came late to work and basically you got to fire them because this is their fifth, tenth, tenth time. You can't sit there and let your emotion get caught up. The one that I say determines a lot about success is your ability to adjust. Oh, isn't this good? 
Okay, and you are wondering why am I tapping all the way in in the middle of this amazing interview? Well, guess what? I have something special just for you. We will get back to the regularly scheduled interview right after this message. Now, this little bit right here is for all of our women listeners and for all of the men who are ready to send their special women in their lives on an all-inclusive four-day women's weekend renewal retreat. Imagine yourself in a space free of distractions and ready to get poured into. Imagine an intentionally intimate space of power women leaning on you to shift from where you are today to where you absolutely want and need to be. Imagine me as a certified life leadership and executive coach grabbing you exactly where you are, pulling the greatness out of you and replaying that such that you increase your confidence, your clarity and your commitment. Imagine a new group of women who are just like you and ready to push you beyond your next level. Yes, it is your time. So go ahead and head over to lolitawalker.com slash retreats. Learn a little bit more and register for this upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. What an amazing gift that this is to you from you. You deserve it. Just like we talked about the seasons going in from summer to winter, you know it's coming. So when it happens, you have to make adjustments. And even in sports, just like I said, life, sports is a great metaphor for life. Teams that win basketball, NBA, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, uh, whatever it is, football, professional football, the teams that win Lolita are the teams that make the adjustments at the right time. And they believe in those adjustments. Now that goes back to the mentality. Do you believe in the adjustments that you have to make? How much do you believe in yourself? And if you can make those adjustments and believe in yourself, I'm telling you, you're going to cross that finish line like Usain Boat. You're going to have hands up in the air and everybody up behind you. <laughs> yes, representing Jamaica. My my dad's family is from Jamaica. So we, we love Hussein. Now, listen, everything you said, spot on as usual. And I want to talk to you about these seven considerations that I left folks with on how to navigate through their seasons. And I want to hear what you said. Now, you already talked about adjustments. So you're already tapping in on the A. And a lot of these, I think that you're going you're gonna to hit on. So it's in the acronym of seasons, S-E-A-S-O-N-S. So listen here. The S was about sharing your story. Okay, sharing your story. Far too often when we're going through these seasons, we don't share our story. So people want to help, but they don't know how to help because we have yet to even talk about what we're going through. The E was about experience the unexpected. And sometimes in your season, you got to open up your mind a little bit more and we have to experience what we're not used to. Change is coming. And how are you going to say yes to the opportunity while still holding on to your no, because you know your no has to be there because it creates some boundaries. All right, the A, assess and adjust. Who just said that? Mr. Tyrone Poole said that, right? Assess and adjust. And I really talked to them about letting go. Sometimes you got to let go of the old to go into the new season. Okay, the S was about sticking to your why. And oftentimes, and I wonder, I can't wait to talk to you about this. I'm going to go through all of them, but then I want to, maybe we can go one by one and get your perspective on them when you talk about which one you really tapped into. But, you know, sometimes in the midst of your storm, 
Right. Sometimes in the midst of the storm, what I find is that I got to stay real close to my why, drive that clarity to increase my confidence of where I am so I can show all the way up in my commitment. And that right there is so hard to do sometimes, like even through the tears, sometimes you got to sit in the power of your paws and, and get this thing together. The O was about opening your eyes up to newness. And sometimes you got to open yourself up to you being wrong. I mean, yeah. that's real. The N is next up action. You got to act on it. If you're going to be about it, you got to, you, you got to do the work. And then th- that last S was about sitting in the power of your pause and folks around this kitchen table hear me talk about it all the time, but I believe it's not until you sit still that mm-hmm. you become your most creative self, that you become your, your most revolutionary self, that you become this person that can think clearly and adjust your perspective. So tell me, you want to go through them or do you, did you one pop out and you're like, oh, that one right there, I got to get in. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm a person, I always take notes and I tell anybody that I am talking to, sometimes when I go speak to other people, mm-hmm. uh, companies or, or, or institutions of higher learning or whatever the case may be, even elementary kids, mm-hmm. I tell them, I say, whenever somebody great is speaking, and you are a phenomenal woman, Lolita. So, hey, I'm a phenomenal woman speaking. She's spitting out knowledge, and I'm just trying to like catch it all. I'm like, where's my pen and pad? So I tell people, whenever greatness is speaking, you make sure you have something to write on. So look at look, see, I go boom. I'm writing too. Damn, there you go. Hey, we both we both got our notes. So yes, uh, that's it. So that's where hey, great minds think alike. But uh, sharing your story, you know, all of them are good. Uh, but sharing your story, I think that's the purpose of life. Um, I heard a person say this, and I'm always trying to listen to wise people or be in the presence of wise people physically or listen to them. Um, on whatever instrument. Mm-hmm. And I had, I heard this one guy say, and when a question was asked to him, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are watching and listening have either asked somebody this question or somebody asked them this question. The question is, is there anything in your life that you would change? I know every boy look here. Can't nobody say they've never had that question. <laughs> so I used to probably be like everybody. I used to always pick out something. You know what? If I if I could change that, I would change that. I would do it better. I would do. But after listening to this wise guy, I kind of recanted mm-hmm. everything that I said. His answer when he was asked that question, and actually the person I'm talking to and referring to is Miles Monroe. He had passed away, but I listened to a lot of his, a lot of his stuff, man. A lot of wise, wise, wise words. But he was asked that question and he said, you know what? That is a tough question, but it's a good question. He paused again. And he said, I would not change anything in my life because everything in my life made me who I am today. Absolutely. And he says, my job since I am a person that motivates people, encourage people, inspire people, inform people, my job is to study my past. So when I serve it to the people in the present, they do not have to live up under what I overcame. 
Come on now, Mr. Monroe. I said, whoa. I said, from here on out, I said, man, that's what I'm telling people. Man, I ain't looking back saying, hey, you know what? If I hadn't done this, if I had not done that, because you know what? I'm right here in the present right now. So that means that I overcame it. Absolutely. I was strong. I overcame. I, I came through the fire and not even smelling, not even smelling like smoke. You've been through, listen, you already been through your worst days because you're standing right here. There you go. And that's, why you gotta, and that's why you always got to be a sophomore. You cannot say that you made it. And when I say that, I mean the worst enemy to potential because every new level is a potential. If you overcome nine, 10 is a potential. If you overcome 10, 11 is a potential. So on and so on. The worst enemy to potential is the previous success. Hmm. Think about that. The worst enemy to potential is the previous success. I like that. When you, when you have success, you feel like you made yes. it. You don't need to work hard no more. Yes. You know what? Oh, I don't got my body where I need it now, girl. I don't <laughs> got my, man, look at my guns. Boy, I don't need to go to the gym no more. That success, sometimes if you don't understand it, it can make you lose out on going to the next level. So um, the enemy to potential is usually going to be your previous success. That's why in sports, you always hear teams, the head coach, he'll come up and reporters. They'll say, well, hey, coach, that was a great win. You guys are phenomenal. You guys are great. You guys are, are just like Lolita. You guys are winners. <laughs> and all those watching. I received that. I received I know. Come on now. You're winners. But what's it, what does that coach say? He always brings things back to an even kill. Yeah, thank you. But we're going to enjoy this moment. We're going to enjoy this victory. But we're going to come back tomorrow and start preparing for our next opponent. That's right. That's how you do it. You enjoy that victory because you're supposed to. You're supposed to stop and smell the roses. So, again, sharing your story, you know, that is the one that I really like, sharing your story, your, your triumph. And, and, and see, that's the other thing, though, leader. People think, like just because they come to God, for example, oh man, life is going to be easy. Oh, woo, I hate to be the bearer of, of, of a bad news, but, <laughs> but guess what? It's going to get a little bit tougher, you know? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have an advocate that actually is like having an extra credit card. When you run out on this card, you got another card that you can pull out and use it, whereas other people may not have a luxury. But I just believe, you know, sharing your story, you got to share your story because um, uh, everybody experience is different, yeah. but, but the principles are the same. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to, quote unquote, I put it in this statement here, eat the meat and throw away the bone. Yes. So I'll eat what applies to me and then the rest, you know what, uh, that's not for me. You know, hey, running five miles, running a marathon, that's not for me. That's the bone. But the meat of it is I got to condition my body. I got to get my sleep. I got to do the right things. So eat the meat, throw away the bone, take the principles of everybody's story, because no matter who you are, whether you're on the top or on the bottom, everybody's on the same stick. That's the principle. The experience is where you're located on that stick. So that's how I talk to people. That's so good. You know, something that you just mentioned made me think about this. So Tyrone, how do you celebrate your small wins along the way? Ooh, you know what? I'm a person really, uh, I, got, I guess you could say like the late, great Kobe Bryant, 
uh, would say, you know, they got the, the, the mamba mentality. Well, I call it Tyrone mentality. It's the Lolita mentality. It's whoever's watching this video and listen to us. It's your mentality. Put your name in the beginning of mentality. It's your mentality. But everybody knows about Kobe's uh, mamba mentality. And Kobe said, and if I correct, hear him correctly, he says he doesn't celebrate until the game is over. So in life, I am hard like that on myself. I don't celebrate until it's over. But along the way, I think you should celebrate because to get to the big victories, you have to celebrate the small victories. Yes, so I look at, yes, I look at the small victories. I smile because it encourages me. Um, my, my, my victories, um, when I overcome something, again, it teaches me how strong I am. So you have to enjoy those little small victories because yeah. it's the little small things that basically turns into big things. Like they say, Rome was not built in one day. It was built brick by brick. So yes, yeah, you celebrate that first brick going in. Yes, but you don't sit there and just gloat and just like go to sleep and, and hey, this is all I need to do. No, put that brick in, celebrate, yes. Put the next brick in, yes. And then once you get all the bricks put in and everything's working, that's when you go call call everybody up and say, you know what? We about to do like uh, Lionel Richie. No, cool in the game. I'm gonna take people back to back in the day. Cool in the game. Celebration. Hey, so bring your good times and your laughter too. We gonna celebrate and party with you. Come on, come on now. That's that's when you celebrate when you put all those bricks in. But along the way, you had them little victories. You must celebrate them, but don't celebrate them too long. Yeah, I'm a fan of celebrating small wins. I am a fan of celebrating small wins. I'm a fan of recognizing what you're doing well so that on those tough days you can always go back and remember the impact that you're having on your way to achieve the greatness that you already have in front of you so listen this has been so good so i always ask three power questions at the end of every interview and this is a come as you are round so as i give them to you just go ahead and throw them out you ready let's go Hold on. Right. let's go the first is what is one strength that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you had Right now, but you didn't always know that you had it. Confidence. Mm, confidence. Confidence. Yeah, confidence. Confidence. Uh, again, um, you know, most people look at confidence and call it cockiness. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, as I began to look at it more and more, as I look back, hindsight being twenty twenty, it was confidence. So what I, everything I did, I had to do it with confidence. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, you know, you were, I was brought up in a situation where I was lacking. But I still had to believe. I had to have confidence that, hey, even though they may be dressed better, look better, whatever, have more, I'm just as good as they are. Even when I got the great Jerry Rice, the great Jerry Rice, I'm like, I gave, I gave Jerry Rice his flowers. Man, he's the best receiver in the NFL. But you know what? I don't fear Jerry. I respect Jerry Rice for all that he's accomplished, but I don't fear him. That's my confidence talking. Yeah. I give him his respect. I, I understand fire. But I don't fear fire. So I respect fire. So that's confidence. All right. Why is the work that you're doing right now so important to the world? 
Uh, because I want to make sure that when, um, like they say in life, it's not about the first number when you were born and the last number when you die. It's about the dash. So when I'm no longer on this earth, I want to be able to leave seeds in the ground to where people can say, hey, you know what? I know who planted this tree and this tree fed me and helped me. So because of this tree, I'm going to actually plant a tree. So it's about my dash. It's about my dash. I love that. And listen to this question right here is, what is one barrier that still stands before you today? Uh, Being misunderstood. Being misunderstood. You know, um, uh, I've I've learned that when extraordinary meets ordinary, there's always going to be conflict. Mm -hmm. And what ordinary doesn't understand is extraordinary used to be ordinary. They just made up their mind that they are tired of being ordinary. Yes. And they believe it in themselves and they became extraordinary. But when the struggle, there you go. In that season, there you go. In that season, I was ordinary. But now I want to go into my next season. So in order to go into my next season with my with my whatever, if it's wintertime, I want to go in there with my big jacket on, leather jacket or my big whatever. Or if it's summertime, I got to get my body right so I can put on my spandex or whatever people wear, <laughs> go to the beach. But again, you have to make your mind up. I don't want to be ordinary no more. I don't want what everybody else has. I want what belongs to me. So my thing is being misunderstood. So when I come back and try to talk to people, they're like, hey, because I challenged them, it makes them really, I think what it is, though, leader, I think when you challenge people, you challenge them to do, whenever, whenever you challenge people to do better, and if they like where they are, because there are some people who like where they are, they like people uh uh, kissing up to them, saying, oh, don't worry about it, baby. It's going to be okay. They like for people uh, to uh, sit. Well, they like to sit and allow people to do things for them, bring them things. So when a person like myself comes along and I challenge you, and I'm like, okay, I see you hungry, but you know what? I ain't got no food. Even though I got food, I'm like, you know what? Hey, get up. I'm going to take you to this restaurant, and I want you to walk in here and, and get your food. I'll pay for it, but I want you to walk in here. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't go in there because they don't want, really, you don't want to get better. You don't want to get fed. Yeah. So being misunderstood is one of the things that uh, I find that is still prevalent uh, right now. And all I'm trying to do is just challenge people. But I'm trying to challenge them to think outside the box, to stretch. And anytime you ask people to stretch, man, again, extraordinary will always have conflict with ordinary. Yes. So good. Talk to me about your book and what led you to write your book. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the book is called Ultimate Success in the Game of Life. Um, it can be found uh, on uh, at my website, on my website, TyronePool38.com. Again, that's T-Y-R-O-N-E, you better call Tyrone. Instead of calling me, go to my website, TyronePoo38.com. There you can find my book. But it's called The Ultimate Success in the Game of Life. Um, And the book is not about me, even though you see my mug (laughs) on the front cover, but it's not about me. But I have to put myself on the cover on the cover because I want you to see that this is a real live person who lived these things. But the book is about 13 principles that after looking back, hindsight being 2020, I'm like, whoa, now I see why that happened. So uh, things like um, 
Uh, and then some of it was I learned as I was going. You know, sometimes you got to battle and build. You know, I've, I, I, I've learned that. You can't wait until the battle is over to build. And some people say, hey, you know what? I'm going to build before I battle. No, sometimes depending on what you're doing, man, it's like trying to balance plates. You know, you got to have both sides going at the same time. You got to push a little bit on the battle. You got to push a little bit over here. You got to battle. I got to build. I got to battle. I got to be. We might as well start dancing, right? But uh, there we go. So, um, but the book, I've learned a lot of things on the way, like how your words uh, affect uh, uh, your actions or, or your ending or your beginning or the middle. Um, how to have a nothing but the best philosophy. A lot of people don't have a philosophy for their life. You know, you ask them, you know, what is your purpose? You know, what are you trying to uh, get or acquire uh, in this day? That's why they tell people every day you should have a goal. What's your goal for the day? I don't care if it's a very small goal, you should have a goal. Um, so how to develop a nothing but the best, uh, a nothing but the best philosophy in your life. Um, how to rise above defeat. A lot of people, when they fall down, man, they're like, help, I can't get back up. So this book, I do, like I said, give you examples of my life. But that's just my experience. The principle in the books, that's what I want people to feed off of, feed off of. But I'm using myself as the example to show you that it does work. It does work, people. Gravity does work. Let me drop this rock. You see? Gravity does work. So my book, Ultimate Success in the Game of Life, 13 Dynamic Principles. And I just gave you a few. If you like those uh, few that I gave you, those couple that I gave you, I'm telling you, the book is going to be uh, phenomenal uh, when you read it. And then also in the book, you will learn the greatest thing, the greatest thing that I consider that happened in my life. And it happened in 2000. So... Yes, okay. you got to get the book to find out more. Um, as you were talking, it made me think about this. If you were to say one thing, congratulate your future self for one thing. Look ahead, look around the corner. That's your future self, December 31st of 2022. What are you congratulating your future self for? Oh, man, because uh, so many things that God has actually um, put put me on the, I'm like a train, you know, I'm the engine, but man, I got so many cars that are cars of blessing behind me that I'm pulling. But uh, I would say, um, you know, congratulations, your faith, your faith and your affirmation, man, it works. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes. And likewise, I thought of another question, which is, What's one thing that you would say to your younger you, if you could today? Boy, run, run. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. I know, right? Run. No, Tyrone, no, no. <laughs> um, but no, um, I would probably say to my younger self, um, do not worry. What did you say? Do not worry. Do not worry. Mm-hmm. Do not worry. Mm-hmm. Do not worry. And I think sometimes we um, do things and then we start worrying. Uh, yes, the consequences are what the consequences are. But if you start worrying uh, about the problem, 
then you become ineffective in solving the problem. And worry to me is like, you know, like we all have computers, right? Or, or sometimes on our phones, you know, we sent pictures and you know, it's just spinning, spinning and spinning and spinning. That's what I've learned worry is. Worry is like that little, is it spinning on your phone? It's spinning. Mm -hmm. Worry is just like that because you're thinking about something that you have no resolution to yet. So you typed in, typed in a word or you sent a picture and the picture hasn't been sent yet. So it's just spinning, spinning, spinning. It's, it's reading, it's reading, it's reading, it's sending, sending. So worry is thinking, 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 thinking about something that you have not come to a conclusion with. So uh, do not worry. Do not worry. Don't think about it. Hey, it happened. You know, find out how you can solve the problem and then move on, move on, move on. I love it. Yes. And as we go to end this amazing episode right here, you know, folks really are ready to shift into their best selves. We've left them with so much to think about, about how to navigate the different seasons of their lives. This was a mini masterclass. I love it. And when it comes to staying fit and health, I know that you have begun this supplements line. So talk to us about what what prompted you to do that and what are you looking to achieve with that? Oh, again, uh, thank you, Melita, for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. Um, besides the foundation, uh, helping people physically uh, in fitness, education, and humanitarian efforts, uh, which my foundation is the, the biggest prize of that is the family, the family unit. Uh, so anybody who donates, you know, all that stuff, you're helping me, uh, Tyrone Pool 38 uh, Foundation dot uh, org. But the work that thing supplements uh, actually it started with a name. Uh, and when I say started with a name, work that thing now is a company is I uh, work that thing LLC. But for all those who feel like, man, you know what? I don't know where to start. Well, I'll tell you where to start, and it's going to lead, I'm going to lead back into uh, Work That Thing Supplements. But anytime something negative happens in this world, that is a problem. And every problem needs a solution. And every solution is an opportunity to create a business. And that's how people, that's how people get paid. You find a problem that people are having, you create a solution, you open up your business. So what I have learned is chase the idea because a lot of people say, I don't have the money, Tyrone. You just don't understand. I don't have the money to start a business. See, you're thinking about it wrong. This is what I've learned. You're thinking about it wrong. Chase, chase the idea, develop the idea, and the idea will attract the money. Solve a problem, and people pay you for solving a problem. So... That's how work that thing came about. Work that thing actually means overcoming adversity um, in the midst of whatever storm. Uh, my daughter, again, she ran track. I, I coached her in high school. Well, she ran track in high school. She still runs track now in college. But I coached her all throughout her athletic career. So prior to her getting ready to run the 400 meters, I would go and walk back over and I would ask her, well, how do you feel? And she said, I, I feel pretty good. I was like, all right, let's go work it then. Let's go work it. Let's go work it. Let's go work it. And it eventually came into, let's go work that thing. 
you know, and I heard T.D. Jakes uh, one time talking about work that thing and it just bam hit me. You know what? Create a work that thing. Overcome. Are you ready? Are you prepared to go and, and, and grab your destiny? So um, it started out with just uh, uh, motivational quotes, uh, inspirational quotes, um, you know, just inspiring people. And then it went from helping people in their souls uh, and mentally to like, hey, let's take care of the tri, the trifold man, the trifold woman, the body, the spirit, and the soul. So I was already doing that with just motivational quotes. So now, boom, let's develop a supplement. I love exercising. Um, I, I'm not going to say I am a, I got an a MBA in it, uh, just like the lovely Lolita who's uh, interviewing me. And, and again, thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Um, but I think throughout my professional playing career, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of nutritional study. So I'm like, okay, hey, people always asking me, Tyrone, how do you keep your body in shape, man? Even at the age that you are, you look like you still can get out there and play right now. So I just said, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and, and develop my own line. So again, it's about information, the idea, the idea. Now I have an idea, work that thing supplements. Um, you can get protein. Uh, you can get um uh, elderberry, which is great for health, uh, your immune system, you know, with all these viruses and everything going around, you got to strengthen your immune system. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, greens, uh, organic, organic greens, uh, you know, for, for those who don't like eating green vegetables, well, hey, work that thing, supplements can help supplement that which you are afraid of. So at the end of the day, it's all about helping people physically. And that's what Work That Thing does, Work That Thing LLC. So go to workthatthing.com, workthatthing.com, and you can see all of what we have available. And every so often, every week, once a month, whatever, I'm going to add to the supplement line. And I'm not just going to put anything out there because I don't just put anything in my body. So just like the, uh, what's that, hair, um, commercial for men, uh, not only am I a client, but I'm the president. So uh, not only do I sell it, but I take it. Absolutely. So I do the work. I'm a product of my own product. So I uh, love it. Well, Tyrone, <laughs> thank you for coming. I'm just so excited. Um, we might even do a part two, but this yes. has been so great. You gave so much energy, so much value, so much information. If you are not already following Tyrone, make sure you get with the program. I will have all of his links inside of the bio notes uh, for the podcast notes. So make sure you check it out. Thank you so much for being here on Coaching Cocktails. And we have concluded another episode of Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, The Intersection of You and Change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers.